We've definitely seen um, over the years our suicide rates kind of fluctuate um, for Summit County. We've been somewhat steady the last few years, but it has been higher than we've been historically. Um, some parts of the country have seen their suicide rates climbing. Some parts of the state recently have seen their suicide rates climbing. Um, Summit County, like I said, has been steady the last few years, but, um, but maybe 20 suicides more than we would have seen 10, 15 years ago on a yearly basis. And Daniel, there's probably many variables, but what is research telling you about what is the root of evil with these numbers climbing? Uh, you kind of nailed it right there, the variables. Uh, we look at, uh, you know, that's one of the number one questions we get around suicide is why did somebody die? And there's always a multitude of factors that go into that loss. Well, a lot of times we associate it with mental health. Uh, and we do know that things like depression can be a factor, but we know it's not the only piece because there are people without um, suicidal thoughts that maybe go through depression feelings. Uh, a lot of times it's maybe a feeling of hopelessness, not knowing where we can get help, not knowing what resources are available. Or sometimes you'll hear people who feel like a burden, like the struggle they're going through or making friends or family's lives worse. The really important thing to know, though, is that those resources are available. We have them right here in Summit County. We actually have quite a few resources available that we can turn to. Um, and then there's national national resources like the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which recently changed to the number 988 uh, crisis text line. There are places where people can reach out and get help. Daniel Bennett is with us here at WAKR. He is the project manager of suicide prevention here in Summit County. So let's go to the warning signs that maybe family members friends can see where they realize that it's time to get these individuals help, Daniel? We definitely want to look for any kind of major changes, uh, mood changes. Sometimes it's even to a better mood. A person who's been significantly down or depressed for a period of time, they may suddenly get really happy. Could be a warning sign that maybe they're considering suicide. Uh, or again, they may slip into some depression feelings or anger feelings. We might notice changes to eating and sleeping patterns. We could see things like um, an individual may give away important or expensive things because they want people to remember them um, after they're gone. They may start to talk a lot about death or suicide. Uh, and then, again, they may verbalize feelings, I feel hopeless, things can't get better. They may kind of code it like that. They don't often come out and say, I'm going to make a suicide attempt, but they might say, I wish I was dead, or you don't have to worry about me much longer. Yeah, Daniel, those are words when... Maybe past decades, you would hear that and said, oh, yeah, right. You know, let's let's get back on the right path. But now when we hear those words, I think what you're saying is take them a little bit more serious. Maybe than we did a few years back. Always, always caution people. If you hear that kind of language, uh, we want to take it seriously. When we assess a person for maybe suicide risk, the first thought or the first piece of that risk assessment is, are you having those suicidal thoughts? And if a person's verbalizing it like that, then they're having those thoughts. Uh, and it may be that they don't act on it, but they might. So it's really important that we're, we're going to take that seriously every single time. And we're going to connect that person with a resource, have a conversation. And if you are concerned for somebody, it's okay to ask directly. Are you thinking about suicide? Are you thinking about killing yourself? We can't give somebody those ideas. So it's okay to have that conversation. And if you're direct and honest, they tend to be direct and honest back with a response. Daniel Bennett is with us again. He is the project manager for Suicide Prevention Summit County. Daniel, let me ask you this. Triggers, when we talk about the possibility of suicide, 
Do you traditionally, when you look at research, is it a specific event in an individual's life, or could this be a buildup from a depressive state to where it culminates maybe with the possibility or the thoughts of suicide? We can see both. Um, it does tend to change a little bit from different age ranges. When we talk about youth for uh, suicide for youth, our middle school, high school students tend to be very impulsive. So it may be a case where something happens um, and then a suicide attempt may follow in a very short period of time, maybe even as little as 30 minutes after a breakup, uh, um, a family death getting suspended. And oftentimes for youth, that may be the, the first real traumatic experience they've ever gone through. When we look at adults, there tends to be a little bit longer of a window, more of that buildup sometimes where we have uh, more of an opportunity to maybe spot some of those warning signs. We do kind of think of some of those traditional triggers that may lead to suicide, a death, a move, a divorce, and they certainly, again, can play a factor. But like you mentioned, sometimes we don't necessarily have one of those big triggering events or sometimes it you know, may just be a buildup of some of those depression feelings. Uh, so we really can see both. Daniel, wrapping up the conversation, you mentioned that there are tools available in Summit County for those individuals to reach out, acquire, and get put into their life. Why don't you talk about some of those tools that are available? We are very fortunate here in the county that we have a lot of providers that work with the community. We have a lot of um, both mental health agencies that provide counseling and support, and we also have a lot of private counseling uh, offices. So if somebody, you know, needs a more local resource to a specific town, they have that access as well. At Children's Hospital, there's the Psychiatric Intake Response Center. Uh, a parent can call Perk's phone number, and they will do a quick assessment over the phone and tell you, hey, maybe bring your kid in, or they can give you some information um, and set an appointment up for you later. We have um, our hospital systems. If you're worried about somebody being suicidal, you can take them directly to an emergency room. We can always call 911. I would say if we're going to call 911, ask for a CIT officer. They're specially trained to work with a person who may be in a mental health crisis, and they can give better support uh, if the police are called. And then we have the Suicide Prevention Lifeline I mentioned earlier. There's the traditional 800 number, 800-273-8255. That's still available now. It is being replaced by 988, but there is an overlap period. Um, both of those, if you call 988 or you call the 800 number, you're going to speak to somebody locally we have um, an office that handles those calls for our area so you're going to see you're going to talk to someone that knows the resources around us 